0: Thought Bubble
1: Audio. Hi, and welcome back to Supergirl TV Talk. This is the podcast where we talk about the CW's hit show, Supergirl. I'm Frank, and with me, as always, is my friend. Well, he's... he's, Not my boyfriend, he's just a boy. He's not my friend. Uh, Tim. Well, a big hello to you too. All right. (laughs) Uh, I really didn't think that's
0: I didn't think that's what you were gonna go for. I I was (laughs) I was kinda all ready to sing or something like that, but then you just kinda you landed me with that. That's not bad. That's pretty good. All right.
1: That that just felt right. You know, when I was watching the episode, that just felt like ooh, gotta write this one down. Uh how's it going, buddy? It's been a little while, been a couple weeks. It has been a couple of weeks. it has been a couple of weeks it feels it feels longer to be honest than yeah. a couple of weeks it it, it it yeah, it's been a long time uh it's uh you were off on assignment uh, and I, I I did an episode with Derek. Uh, which was a lot of fun. It was uh,
0: very good. Was... I listened to a whole five minutes of it.
1: <laughs>
0: At least you're honest. Yeah. Um, and, uh, well, and I then... had it, I, to be fair, I hadn't watched the episode yet when oh, I was well, that listening that to is it. So, very like, fair. this will mean nothing to me. Don't spoil it. That's so, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I stopped about the time he was talking about, um, Actually, it was more than that. I talked about when he was like the reason he became a reporter. Oh, sure. Um, so it was very interesting. I was it was nice to listen and, and not have to. It was actually really nice to watch last week's episode and not take notes. And not on take it. notes. Yeah. 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 It felt well, that, really good just to watch an episode.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, it is right. It it is it is. It's nice when it's sort of like, oh, it's not. I'm not like working right now. I'm just just watching the show. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, and and then we took last week off obviously because there was no there was no new Supergirl. But we're back now. Um, and right, uh, so that was two weeks ago. Oh my yeah, goodness. Yeah. Time so. Is- Time is flying like th- the Kryptonians. Like the Kryptonians, yeah. So, but we're back, uh, and we have a lot of ground to cover because we essentially have two episodes here uh, with both this week's Supergirl episode and then this week's Flash episode with the musical crossover happening. So, we're going to try and fit it all in and, and, and do it all justice, um, justice, like, like, like like Young Justice. Justice like Young Justice like the Justice League um you know I do want to just touch on a couple of quick emails here um just uh because it has been a little while um we have one that comes from um Maria Elena and she asks uh you know forgive my ignorance as I have no comic book background but if Clark is Kara's cousin uh, is it on her is he on her mother's side or her father's side in other words how are Clark and Kara related which you know I, I think we comic book fans take for Granted, but it is actually, if you're if you're new to this universe, is a worthwhile question. So it's on her father's side. So her dad, um, Kara's dad, his name is Zorel, that's why her name is Kara Zorel, um, because Kryptonians are sexist, and you just take the man's name. Um, and uh so her dad is Zorel, and Zorel is the brother of Clark's dad, Jorel. Mm-hmm. So you got mm-hmm. Zorel and Jorel are brothers. Zorel's daughter is Kara Zorel, Jorel's son is Calel. So there you go, um, one two. There you go. One two. There you go. Ah ah ah, ah, mm. ah. Um, oh, so- I was doing
0: my big fat Greek wedding. <laughs> you were doing the count.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Just put some Windex on it. That, that'll. that'll See, there that'll you go. It. Put some yeah. Windex on it. Okay. Um, yeah, absolutely. So another, another email here, uh, from Giovanni. Uh, he emailed us at supergirltvtalk at gmail.com. He says, hello, Frank and Tim. I'm a first time emailer, long time listener. First time, long time. And was mm-hmm. listening to your last episode on Exodus. I heard you say that Legends had not been picked up for a third season. Actually, that's not true. Legends was renewed with all the other DV, uh, DC, CW shows. Um, he also, uh, had a comment. Did here. I say that or was that on a Derek I think, episode? I think Derek and I may have said that. Yeah, oh, okay. I think Derek and I, so, okay. so we misspoke. Uh, thank you, Giovanni, for for uh, calling us out on that. Uh, another thing he heard us say on the show was um, our whole conversation about, you know, is Lena good or bad? This is another thing I think Derek and I covered, uh, you know, it, how she's so... Part of what's interesting about Lena is you never know if she's genuinely good or bad. Is she is she lying to her mom? Is she lying to Kara? Is she playing them both? You know, how's it going? Um, he says, this led me to a question. Do you think that the writers know for sure... Whether or not Lena is on the good side, um, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Love the show, keep up the great work. So, have the writers decided, in other words, whether or not Lena is good or bad, or, or are they sort of feeling it out and figuring it out as well, or, or do we think they have a master plan? Uh, what say you? Uh,
0: I'm going to say that they, I'm going to say that they, they have a plan right now, but plans are very opt to change at a moment's notice somebody gets a better idea boom here's an, you know like, here's another plan we do know that she has been upgraded to series regular for season 3
1: that's right so, yeah so she'll be sticking around
0: w- so whatever the so whatever the plan is like if the, if she's being upgraded to, to a regular chances are they have a plan in place for her I agree. Um, I agree and and if she's being upgraded to season 3 i i mean regular season 3 i I'm going to go with maybe villain Mm, like maybe okay. she's the big bad of season
1: three. You're taking a stand. I like it. I like mm-hmm. it. More predictions from Tim. I'm taking uh, a stand. Lena is the a big stand. bad of season three. All right. Wow. All right. Uh, I, uh, I agree with you in, in as much as I do think that they have a plan. I don't think that very much happens on this show without there being a plan. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I definitely I definitely agree with you there. Um, and I simply don't feel like I have enough information to really make a um, – you know, take a stand as to whether or not I think she's, whether or not she is good or bad. that's part of what Derek and I were talking about. It's just she's so ambiguous, and that's part of the, you know, beauty of her character. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I, I think we'll we'll leave it there for emails for this week, just because we have so much to cover. But thank you everyone who who writes into us at Supergirl TV Talk at gmail.com. Um, always always love reading your, your emails, and and we answer as many as we can, or read as many on the show as we can. Um, but uh, we really really do appreciate. All of them. We read every single one of them. Uh, they come straight to my phone. And I am always, always pleased to uh, to hear from you guys. Uh, before we move any further, I want to say a quick word about our friends over at Super Fan Con. Um, this is, of course, the upcoming uh, Supergirl uh, fan convention, which we're super jazzed about. Uh, in, in Vancouver, uh, this upcoming September. uh, And... It is uh, It's super exciting Tim and I will be there We're super mm-hmm. excited To be going September 10th Through 8th uh, Sorry 8th through 10th Not We're not going backwards In time uh, 8th through 10th No uh, no 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 uh, You can Buy your tickets Right now At superfanconventions.com And if you use the code SGTVtalk10 You get 10% off Any passes of $100 US or more And that code is good Through the end of August So pretty much For the entirety Of the uh, As long as you you can buy tickets. You can use that uh, that code to get ten percent off. Using our promo code. Um, they're they're just to be clear, they're not a sponsor, but they're friends of the show and uh, we're super excited uh to be working with them. You know, Dean Kane's gonna be there, McCod Brooks will be there. Uh you'll be able to 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 meet and greet with them. Uh Lillian Luther of course will be there as well. Um all these folks will be there, you'll be able to meet and greet with them. You can get autographs, um, there'll be panels, there'll be a lot more things to be announced, more things to come, um, hopefully some fun announcements from our end as well. So check it out and uh, and come meet us, come hang out with us at at Super Fan Con in Vancouver this September. Cool, cool, cool. Good stuff. Um, yes, sir. Yes, indeed. Um, do you want to? Uh, do you want to open up the little red book uh, and uh, and jump into this thing? I do
0: indeed. So,
1: Supergirl Season
0: 2, Episode 16, entitled Star Crossed, first appearing on March 20th, 2017, directed by John Medlin Jr., written by Katie Rose Rogers and Jessica Cardos. Here we go Game of Thrones binge night, Game of Thrones marathon night, mm-hmm. Game of mm-hmm. Thrones night, something of the. It th- 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 doesn't say if something about but Thrones. Winner hasn't come yet, so we can only assume it's either One Tree Hill or <laughs> Game of Thrones. I'm assuming it's Game of Thrones. I'm gonna assume, yeah. Um, and so, um, Monel wants to slyly watch a musical, uh, which I liked that in. So in in conjunction with the flash crossover episode and how that wrapped up and turned out, I'm I'm at, I'm glad of the like the little fun musical jokes.
1: I love that.
0: I like love they, that. They make sense in context of so why the musical episode happens to begin happen to begin with.
1: It was some nice sort of quick setup for that, and and mm-hmm. they were they were fun little references that you know if you if you know that the musical episode is coming next, um, it was super fun to have that sort of like oh funny face like that's a musical reference like that was I don't know that was cool I enjoyed no, that
0: I enjoyed it a lot I also enjoyed their cuteness.
1: Oh, you mean uh, Monel and, and Manel and Cara? And Cara. Yeah, they're really cute together.
0: Also, potentially, very maybe it's maybe maybe their off-screen chemistry is mixing with their yeah. on-screen chemistry. Did we, you see
1: that? I did see that. Yeah, the two of them are actually dating in real life now. Yeah. Um, so I feel like you can. You, I feel like you can actually
0: sense it. Um, it there, there the, is some palpable chemistry. That's for sure. Yeah, and I mean they've always had chemistry, but like this romantic chemistry that they're flaring up like I, I i can feel it through like i feel like, like i it's not it, it's it's they're certainly acting in parts of their characters but like there is like a, there is an underlying truth to what they're saying to one another
1: yeah it makes you wonder how long that that real off-screen romance has been going on and like you know how much that is like sort of fueling their their on-screen chemistry too right 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 yeah. right yeah um
0: so we get a static alien message, uh, Zod style. Yeah, true. Yeah. From from mysterious alien visitors. Um, and they're like, bring us the one we call Mon-El. He also calls himself that, so it'll be easy for you to find him.
1: <laughs> super, super easy. Uh, yes, exactly. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Yes, indeed. Pay no oh. attention to Lois Lane behind the Daxamite headdress. There you go nailed it good
0: uh, um did you did you pick up a, did you feel like that the way that message was delivered was a man of steel reference when zod's like bring us the kryptonian he looks just like you so obviously it'll be easy to tell <laughs> You'll
1: who we'll pick it him is. right out yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think it well I I guess I didn't I didn't really uh it didn't really dawn on me because I don't think about Man of Steel very much. I know um, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to. Um but uh yeah, you know, there there definitely was there's was probably some some influence there. You know, whether whether uh they meant meant it or not, there definitely was some similarity. So yeah, you're you're probably right. I, I would say you're probably right. Sure, sure. So all the Go while
0: while while this is all happening, when and Lyra are up for some museum sex. At the, at the Van Gogh music exhibit, <laughs> exhibit yeah, which should really be the Van Gogh exhibit, which should really be the Van Gogh exhibit or something like that. I just listened to a podcast about Van Gogh, uh, so it's all in my head. Apparently, we've been saying it wrong for years,
1: Frank. Starry, starry night. I, I, about, I want to talk about. Actually, want to talk about.
0: I want to talk about Starry Night when we when we get there. Um so they want, so I don't like who win is around, around Lyra. Ooh, hot
1: take. I don't like Lyra. Um I don't yeah, either. He's just a dumb boy. Like he's just the epitome of a dumb boy. That's the thing. Like he just does whatever she says, you know, because he's thinking with little win. Yes, this is true. But this is true. Yeah.
0: Um so anyway, so um so this alien cruiser uh, Supergirl decides to go fight the alien cruiser, or at least to go show up at the alien cruiser, and they're like, hostile detected, fire missile. This episode, these past few episodes have felt
1: really big. Have you? Really big. Like the yeah. scope a- 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 and the stakes feel higher, and the effects in this sequence, like Kara, the flying effects and everything, like this was like movie quality. Well, the effects. It, there was a real, there was a real sense of scale to yes.
0: her fight with the cruiser, because Monel's like, I've never seen a cruiser like that in my life. Maybe, possibly, but this is a cool hologram thing you have on this table <laughs> we've never seen before. Yeah, um, and so, um, but I, I loved the sense of scale because that's not an easy thing to, that's not an easy thing to get across on screen yeah. all the time. Like that, that stuff can be lost, and so, but it, it was. The daunting nature of the ship came across very well. Plus, it had a cool bubble thing. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Like, like the the like bubble boy thing that yeah, they trapped I her I liked it. I love that Jean was like, "I'll come get you," and she's like, "No, I got this." He's like, I "Good, because because we got to save the budget." So, <laughs> Cause I'm, uh, gonna because I'm they're going to because we used all the we used all the money on the ship. So yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> You're gonna see my face in the next episode. So just 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 sit tight. Just, you know. E- even if that's even if
0: that's not how these things work, I just enjoy saying it like that. Yeah. <laughs> Are you drinking from a Daily Planet press mug? Oh, you know I am, buddy. That's super cool. Oh yeah, that's cool. Oh yeah, my I'm- my mug is an an owl wearing glasses and a bow tie, and it says <laughs> "nerd." I prefer the term "intellectual badass."
1: <laughs> uh, I love yours, that.
0: I like yours. Anyway, um, so. Monel decides to just like relinquish himself and he's like, I will give myself up to these aliens um, who I've never met before, probably. Who's to say? Um, and he is about to be beamed aboard when Kara throws herself at him and they both get beamed aboard. And to that I say, Kara, have you never watched an episode of Star Trek? I mean, well, but she did it on purpose, though. She knew what she was doing. She wanted to get beamed up with him. Yo, yeah, I know. But when your when your molecules are getting disintegrated, the last thing you want to do is combine them with somebody else.
1: I mean, you know, maybe she's more of a Star Wars girl. I don't know. I don't know. They're just where their beaming does not exist. I, you know what, beaming is really, really complicated. You just you don't want to get it down that. You don't want to go on that road. No,
0: I know. So. <laughs> So we meet so it turns out we meet the parents turns which out we knew, we knew we knew so we uh we get Raya and we get Largand right right yeah. right right, right. Do you recognize the name Largand? I sure do. That's Monel's real name in comics. That's Mar- Monel's real name in comics. Do you
1: recognize the name Rhea? I had to look that up. <laughs> and what did you discover? Uh, I discovered that there are a couple of incarnations of uh, of of that name, uh, but the incarnation that seemed to be the most, uh, I don't know, prominent. Mm-hmm. Uh, is she's a member of the Doom Patrol? She was in uh the Grant Morrison run, um, Rhea Jones, but you know, alias Lodestone. But mm-hmm. that's not the same Rhea that we're seeing here. I, no, I, it I, is I not. very much just, don't think that's the same character. I really nope. I would I would
0: argue that that is just a. They just share a name and maybe yeah. not even the correct spelling of the name. So, right. but the Largand thing is really cool because we've been saying this whole time,
1: like, why is your name Monel? Right, right. And and honestly, I still have that question because if his dad's name is Largand, like, why is his name not well, even well, remotely similar? I'm gonna and s- still, well, why is I, his name I, L? And um, I just ah.
0: so okay. So this is what I'm thinking. Uh, everybody needs two syllables to have a name on Daxam, Ray, uh, Lar, Gand, Mon, L. But they're all, I but I don't think Gand is their last name. No, or, clearly, clearly not. Like, Mon, L is just his first name. Or they if just it is, have... his name is Mon, L, Gand. So, like, we're thinking of L as a last name, and that's just not the case. His, yeah. uh, in this universe, Mon, L is just his first name. It's two syllables, the end.
1: Clearly on Daxon they just are all like prince and share and they just have, you know, just Madonna, just one name. They have one names. That's right. Steve Harvey. No way, that's not right. Wait, no, hold on. Okay, I did that wrong. Okay, so
0: um so we learned quesaprice, Monel was prince. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all knew. So yeah. did you just feel did you feel satisfied with when they said it,
1: eh, I mean, I like not really. I mean, I wasn't unsatisfied, but I wasn't like, ah,
0: yes, <laughs> were, were <laughs> I wasn't.
1: Were you what looking, we've been waiting for? Were
0: you were you hoping they were pulling the wool over our eyes or I, are you sad sati- or were you just like, cool, I, he's the prince?
1: I was a while back. I was like, I kind of hope it's not something that predictable um, or not. predictable. But I, I hope that I'm not right. I want to be surprised. Let me put it that way. Not that it was. Sure. Surprised uh you know particularly predictable but um i was hoping that i I would i would get to be surprised and you know whenever i find out that i'm right i'm like okay well because i I think they were i mean
0: they were very it was very obvious like if we if you thought about it like as we had been they were foreshadowing it very clearly yes um and so when they do that like they don't they want you to know ahead of time like they want you to guess so like i feel like there weren't the showrunners are not like keeping it a secret in the same That's way they right. were keeping let's say Jean a secret or something like that yes you know? no yeah
1: they were they were laying out the breadcrumbs for that for the entire season really yeah like from, from when we first saw that flashback to like oh I was the prince's guard and this happened like when we saw him at the destruction of Daxon, Um they were laying laying out breadcrumbs ever since then
0: mm-hmm. right exactly um, so while this Awkward family reunion is happening. Uh, Wynn uh, gets a call from Maggie. He has to come down to the police station because it turns out he's on video uh, and he was in the museum at the time at which Starry Night had been stolen. So him and nobody
1: else on him camera, and
0: nobody else on camera. Um, this is no good. He looks very guilty. Extremely. I do love when I'd love to talk about starry night. I love when Maggie put the picture on the desk and she was like, do you know what this is? He's like, of course it's a very famous paint by numbers.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That was, you know, that one kind of like I I caught that, but I kind of glossed over. It, but that was a really that was very funny. That was a real
0: good joke. Yeah, um, he, I also love. It. He's like, I'll bring donuts, and then he's just there stress he's eating. He's like, I'm yes! stress eating. My father, I don't like his police dad. stations. My father. there was a, it. Was a thing, you know. Um, so I real I loved their interaction with one another. Um, and so anyway, so Wyn is looking guilty because Lyra is nowhere to be found. Uh. A, on any of the cameras on the night that uh, she, you know, is there, yeah, uh, at the Starry night goes missing. So while that's happening, dinner with the Monell family. Oh, man.
1: With the dinner with the
0: Gans or whatever yeah, it is, whatever their
1: name is. Yeah, <laughs> with the royal family. Yeah, um, yeah, that's not awkward at all, and they're not like racist at all against Kryptonian. <laughs> yeah, it felt almost like,
0: it felt almost like I was watching a scene. From, like, I don't know, Mercy Street or something like that where it's, like, you know, it's the Civil War and the Daxamites are the South and the Kryptonians are the North and, you know, you're doing the wrong things. Like, but this is our way of life and, you know what I mean? Like, I felt like we were just on, like, a plantation, like, alien cruiser I mean and it was
1: it was a little montague and capulet you know it, it was there was an oh, yeah, element sure. of that you know like a little little romeo and juliet sort mm-hmm. of sure. uh with just the, like everything you say i'm going to be like well you would say that because you're one of those people
0: mm. right
1: you're a montague of course you right. would say that Ex- yeah yeah
0: i would say hello what yeah. what <laughs> what um so clearly monel is uncomfortable this whole time these 9 months on earth have been very good for him uh in separating himself from his incredibly um, maybe um, wrong
1: ideaed parents, I guess. Yeah. I mean, they're just, and, and, and yeah, they have all these, they're, they're a selfish ruling class. They, as Kara later makes reference to, they, they kind of kept their, their people, you know, like sort of sedated so they wouldn't realize that they were, being oppressed um and they had slaves and they had all these other things but they justify it to themselves and they rationalize by saying oh we saved them we you know yes they're slaves but we gave them a chance to survive by taking them out of worse situations in other you know other worlds or in other lands or whatever Mm -hmm. um so they think that they're they have reasons for everything they're doing but Kara points out the the problematic nature of some of their decisions and their actions indeed
0: indeed um, so Monel is kind of in a weird way forced to recant the original story of of how how he escaped Daxam mm-hmm. and it's not incredibly different from the story that he told it's just the roles are reversed exactly you know? yeah you know and so he's the he's the prince, the guard takes him from his bedroom and he like gets in the pod and girlfriend dies i love that like i love that she's like don't leave me and the guys be like leave her (laughs)
1: literally yeah (laughs) and And then then, uh without missing a beat Don't leave me. Leave her. Can we talk about all the atrocities that his like manservant there commits in like thirty seconds? Like awful. Leave her is is number one. Then yep. he he like shoots that Kryptonian emissary at point blank range. Yep. Uh, and then like he just like he's just like committing these like war crimes. <laughs> like yep. like they're nothing. Like, to be fair, com-
0: the whole planet's gonna go down anyway. So and he probably knew he wasn't going to survive. I guess, but
1: man, that was like,
0: so I guess he wasn't really thinking about the war crime aspect of it. At least,
1: you know what I mean. I I, I I hope I don't
0: get in trouble for this later.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I guess. But like, wow, like what else has he done on like a on like a Tuesday? Like what? Right. (laughs) No. Right. Oh yeah. Who knows? Um, And so, um,
0: I thought it was um, nice to see Monel and his superhero Monel Red Mm. again. We haven't seen that. Agree. for a while, you know his little, his little, his little shirt there. Um, but anyway, so Kara is super pissed about this whole story. Um, she is not having it. Not at happy. All. Not having it. No. Um, so all while this is happening, we cut back to. Uh, win and maggie but this time alex and james have come to the rescue uh and they have 24 hours to solve the case of the missing starry night it's so it's a weird like scooby-doo like, sort story. Of, yeah, like yeah yeah you have 24 hours we'll get it chief don't you worry like yeah. we'll find it yeah i'm not a chief
1: okay maggie see you later <laughs> don't call me chief yeah, uh, yeah. By the way, I I love Maggie and Wynn interacting in this episode, and I love how afraid of her he is. It's so much fun to watch. I and watching even, her lord, it, lord well, it over
0: him like that. Well, even Alex even comments on. She's like, "Wow, he's almost afraid of you as he's afraid of me." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I
1: love that. I absolutely uh, love it. I, also I was love obsessed that, with
0: that. I love that. Me too. And I, I love that this episode doesn't. It doesn't affect the relationship that Alex and Maggie have. Like, there's like that one little bit like why didn't you tell me she's like you don't tell me what you do like this is my job right. and it's my job and I was like and Alex was just immediately like you're right you know yeah. it's not like, yeah, like uh, right, but he's Fair's my fair. friend or whatever it's like fair is fair and they get it and it's just the job it's not personal she's got to follow the leads and yes. so um so i their relationship is great it's very mature that way um, yes exactly so we find out that Um, Valerians to which Lyra is can't does not show up in pictures or photos or videos or and she's a vampire you know Um, she Ah, calls ah, this look ah, she ah, calls ah. this look dead but delicious Um, (laughs) yeah (laughs) very nice very nice very subtle reference Uh, and so this is not the first this is not the first art stolen either there was a Rodan stolen and then something else but I can't remember what it is I didn't write it down I always remember I, Ro- I always remember Rodan because it makes me think of Rodan the Godzilla monster.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> maybe they're That's both funny. called Rodan. Either way, um, so so it's time for the Super Friends to get back in the habit. Oh um, uh, yeah, Super Friends. Oh uh, yeah, Super Friends. She om- uh, Kara ow, almost Cara almost breaks ow, their ow, hands. Ow. That was great. <laughs> it felt great to have the three of them even in that little segment just be friends and doing stuff and you know like they've gone off on these like you know other missions away and so it was nice for i it was just a nice feeling to watch the like the three amigos like back
1: together again. It was it was three, and like how many times this season have we really seen the three of them even in the same room? Like not not, not a, that much. Not a, a couple lot. T- like once or twice at the alien bar. I think at the beginning of the season we saw them all together when James was kind of more present at the beginning of the season. But but lately it's been a little you know fewer and far between. So it was nice to see them teaming up again. Like nice you know, to see planning them. to planning nice to get to see, together. Right. Nice to see them teaming
0: up, but also. Um, to be in good spirits with one another because the the last couple times they were in the same room together, like somebody's hurt, you know, she's mad at them for the Guardian thing or whatever. It's just nice that they're all just there, just together hanging. Yeah, Yeah. It, it was. Yeah, I liked it. Um, and so, uh, Rick, um, beams to the DEO to talk to Kara. Um, she's got. Stuff to say. Hmm. Um. So in the meantime, it's uh. in the meantime, Alex, Wynn and James head off to the cantina to, you know, to interrogate some people and know what that interrogation cost them. <laughs> Hamilton tickets.
1: <laughs>
0: was, again, more musical references. I think, right. Another musical reference. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. yeah, it was great.
1: And was apparently great. King George is an alien. That's great. Apparently he is. And, wait, could you, I, I listened like three times back to exactly what, what, uh, mm-hmm. Alex's words were there. What did she say? Because she said it too fast, and I couldn't make out her words exactly. Oh, I, the, I, just a I bit.
0: can't remember where he is, but she says the guy who plays King George is from insert name of planet here. Oh, he owes he okay. owes me a favor.
1: Th- okay, okay, that's why I was like, what is she it's saying? Like, okay, it was Rigel a five or something like that. Okay. I, I cannot remember what it, it is. Got it. Okay, okay. Um, that was super funny. I thought that was that was super super hilarious. Yeah, it is hilarious. It's it's great. It's great. Um so
0: Rhea, surprise, surprise, wants Monel to return to be the face of new Daxam um, because she's like, you know, even though Krypton exploding was not Daxum's fault, it happened under the watch of, you know, mm-hmm. the king of the ruling king and queen, Rhea and Lagann. So she says, we need, he needs to be the new face because our people do not trust us the same way. You know, we need to shepherd our people into a new era. And
1: it's it, like... It's like, uh, yeah, so the we have really bad PR, so we need a new face, a new sexy face for the millennials to, to latch onto, you know? Uh, so, yeah, you're going to be the new figurehead. Mm, you're going to be the new face of the planet because we are no bueno. We are off limits. You know, when you say it like that, it doesn't
0: make sense. But when she said it, it made
1: sense. Oh, I mean, so, it makes, I, I think it makes sense. It's just, it's like such a, it's like. I don't know, when you really boil it down, it's like, yeah, we're still gonna be pulling the strings, but we just need you to be like the the new the new logo. Yeah. We need you to be the we need you to be the logo.
0: You're yeah. The mascot. Yeah, well he's got a very pretty face, so it's hard to argue. But I think it is funny. She's like, We need our family is tainted, so we need to bring in our family to be the new face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, well, it's like it's like make it look like the next generation is taking over and things will be better. Yes, that's right. That's, yeah. That's the logic. Yeah. Uh, it, but
0: so it's hard to argue against her. Also, maybe because it's Terry Hatcher, and I would do anything Terry Hatcher asked me to do within That's, reason. Yeah. So, um, so uh, yeah. So while all this is happening, we we discover that when is what well, they find out where Lyra is um, from the interrogation, and so when goes to confront her, and he's like, "I don't care if I was job or like the long con, but you, you like." Stand up and tell me that you didn't feel anything for me. And she does. She does. She's like, you were a mark. Even though... Here's the door. You're just a... Right. So even though by the end of the episode, she doesn't actually think that, which means that she's very capable. She's a great liar. And so I still don't trust her and I still don't like her.
1: Yeah. I I feel like this might be... I mean, I feel like... I don't think there's an even longer con going on. I think this was... The con, I think so like, too. I right. feel justified and like vindicated in, in both of us feeling like she wasn't trustworthy. Yep, I, I feel like that's been you know that's yeah, been born that's out. been proven. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But I, I just
0: don't think they're right for each other. I agree. um And so, and so, well, Win brought obviously brought the guardian for backup just in case. A little odd to see him in in broad daylight. Like that's true. Yeah, yeah that his was kinda suit funny. Is Definitely designed to be like to work at the best at night and yeah. stuff like that. And so, but. I always enjoy a good guy. I, I enjoy the guardian. I mean, it's not, I really wish his suit was gold and blue though. He just, I, feel I know like he, it I just wonder, doesn't match the aesthetic of the rest
1: of the show. It looks like it's like out of straight out of arrow, right? Like it, 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 you know, like, and even like just the idea of vigilante street level crime, like that feels very arrow. Um, and, and just look of his suit is like something that was designed for that show. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 all agree with you. Like I would like to see the blue and gold, and maybe that will get introduced. I think we. I mean, I think I may have said this when we first saw him suit up, but I would like to see that get introduced at some point, or at least yeah. little hints of blue and gold. Yeah, just
0: to be more less of a the 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 black and silver, the black and gray scream. I'm doing this illegally, and no one trusts me. Sure, but the gold and blue, for whatever reason, say like. I can. Some, I'm someone you can. I'm someone you can trust. Yeah. Like even if it, even if he's doing the same stuff, there's something about like just those bright colors that be like, uh, you know, good I for feel you feel safer. You, you feel safer. more stand, more stand up. I don't know. Um, but I, I follow. Uh, I agree. Yeah, but. I like that he is getting utilized. I was ho- I was really hoping that they wasn't like one of those ideas that like they flung out the wall. And people go, yeah, great. And then they go, oh, no, now what do we do with him? Right. So um, I'm glad that he's like, I'm glad that he's still in the picture. Um, but uh, but I also find that every- most of the time when he shows up, he's not super effective.
1: Like he usually needs to get bailed out. Um, That's true. He's still, and I feel like he's still finding his feet a little bit um and still sort of learning yep and he still needs like a real super powered superhero to come like you said bail him out most most of the time
0: yeah or in this case alex
1: who shows or up alex
0: i mean he does save her i mean he does save her life he she you know so she doesn't get run over by the van and stuff like right, that but, right yeah but but she kind of comes in and saves his butt twice and which is fine it's great but i i like if he needs to get saved every time, then what are you doing there?
1: You know, and maybe that'll be maybe that'll play a play a role in whatever happens with his character in the remainder of this season,
0: right? We'll find out. We'll see we'll find out. So uh, we find out that Lyra is a refugee from Starhaven there's been a war there for 10 years and the, so she's been hiding out on earth and uh that man this guy called this alien Mandrax has her brother Bastion so many names all at once so, uh, so many names so many names all at once and Mandrax is a fence and he was hey ha- and he was a Fort Roz escapee it felt so good to hear the name Fort Ross Fort yeah. yeah just brought me back good times Um, also Picasso is intergalactically adored. Isn't that nice? Who knew? Inter, intergalactically. No, I said that right the first time. I'm good. Uh, so Kara confronts Monel, and she wants him to go. She wants him to take her, his parents offer. Say like, this is a gift. You have your people back. You thought they were all gone, but they're not. You have your parents. They're
1: still alive. You need to go and do this. Thoughts. Oh man, so she, you know, she is influenced I think, a little bit by by Rhea, but but she is speaking from the heart. Um and she's so disillusioned with him for not being honest. So it makes sense that she'd be like I think you need to go, you know, on a personal level and and she, I think she she you know, she wouldn't tell him that if she didn't actually believe it. So she's she's while she is speaking from a place of being hurt and and being um maybe somewhat convinced or talked into it by by his mom she she thinks it's, it's the right thing for him to do to a go and and be with his parents and like mm-hmm. basically go go back to his duties as as royalty um so you know uh well whether or not that's actually the right thing to do we'll we'll, we'll get to in a few minutes i guess but sure. um but i think she's coming from a genuine place and and partly a place of being hurt but you know ultimately i think she's she's giving what she thinks is is the right advice yeah um i agree with that
0: i i little jaded but the right advice yeah 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 um so this art exchange that they're going to try to try to do to get bastion back and lyra and all that good stuff uh goes a little south right yeah things don't go exactly as planned never do never do Mm. um so the guardian and the DE show uh, the DEO show up to save the day but not before guardian gets thrown through a lot of glass a lot of glass so much glass was he thrown through I really liked the makeup design on Mantrax it was like it was really really good it was really good really gross looking it was good. very cool very very cool um I haven't seen an alien like that on the show in a while like felt like really like a focus like that um other than With Brian. like a whole head the whole headpiece. Yeah, but oh yeah, Brian. Good old Brian. Get just Brian. Get out of here, Brian. Um <laughs> Brian, go home. Uh so good. Uh. Um so when uh and Lyra are exonerated from you know, they Maggie has enough evidence um to not, you know, she's you know, doesn't have any evidence on Lyra for the other stuff. So just say, you know, good behavior, let's call mm-hmm. it that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's really is good for Maggie good for her
1: yeah. I, but, and she for, scares Wynne it's great
0: it's good and I really like that Wynne has this conversation with Kara about you know she's like wait she lied to you and you're going to forgive her and he's like yeah because he did it because she did it out of love like that's not or yeah. you know love for her sibling and protection and whatever else like can't get mad at her for that like that's not it's not cool um, so I really liked. I I really liked. I really liked that parallel. She needed to hear it.
1: Yeah, he may. He. I think he's still like too optimistic. You know. I. I think he's still like, oh, win, you sweet newborn baby. Yes, uh, that is true. But his
0: optimism helped. Um, that that optimism ultimately helps her relationship with Monell. So for the purpose of the episode or that track like he needs to be that optimistic
1: yeah i mean for the yes so like there's the obvious parallel between what's going on in their two relationships there's dishonesty there's disillusionment there's you're not the person i thought you were um but the lesson that he learns is maybe there's a good reason and he tries to impart that on Kara, and she you know that makes her think like okay maybe he has his reasons yeah and she hears it
0: but But ultimately, can't forgive and breaks it off with Monelle. She's not very good at holding on to these relationships
1: very long. I think she's right to break up with him. Like, if it were me being lied to for that length of time about something that serious about your very identity, I would have some trouble trusting you about, like, well, what is, like, what do I know about you? Like, what, you know, we have no basis in trust for this relationship because I don't even know who you actually are. I would okay. at least need some time before being able to forgive the person, you know? Sure, sure. So so I guess I should confess this to you now.
0: My name is Dr. Richard Kimball.
1: Whoa.
0: And I did not murder my wife.
1: I didn't kill my, my w- wife.
0: I don't care. Um, so, <laughs> uh, okay, great. Um, you
1: switch the samples. Samples. <laughs>
0: So, you could have Pro-Vacic. Pro-Vacic. <laughs> uh Yes. <laughs> um, Monel can't forgive. I lost my place because we were talking about that. So, so she breaks it off. Sad. Monel goes to tell his parents that he's like, hey, I'm still not going to take your thing. Other people might be like, wow, now would be a good time to actually go away. But not Monel, he's a special doobie. He knows. He knows that it's not forever, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, how do you feel about that? Is it the sound right to you? Sounded like something
1: Monel would do. To, I yeah, I was interested in the in the way he confronted his parents, um, at the end. In particular, in reference to Karo, and they're like, "Oh, this Kryptonian is dropping off on you." Um, he you know i I like that they they kept saying that girl that girl and he says that woman is the best thing that ever happened to me Mm, yep very good Uh, you know like i really like that as much as at the beginning we were saying like well you know what's wrong with super girl what's wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that name like um as much as that's the case i you know they they were using the name girl to sort of infantilize her and he was saying no she's a woman and she's the best thing that ever happened to me Mm -hmm. um I I really liked that, and I liked you saw his growth here very very much, right? You saw that he is this is the most genuine I feel like we've ever seen him. He's genuinely sorry for and, and realizes that he messed up, and is sorry for um, for having been dishonest with her, and for is now seeing that he was a brat before back on on Daxam, and he's 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 realizing all of his mistakes and wanting to make good. And it's all because of Kara. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was worth mentioning. Um, yeah. Because it, it, I thought that was really, really good dialogue, and it was really good character growth from, yeah. from him. Yeah, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly
0: all around. Um, so so everyone goes back to the DEO, and Jean announces they have a special guest uh, prisoner coming in. It says, not like our usual prisoners. Ain't that the truth. Ain't that the truth. Uh, And so it is none other than Darren Chris, the music meister, uh, Mm -hmm. who says he allows himself to be caught by the D.E.O. because he was looking for Kara. And he uh, steals the he steals the portal gateway to get to other dimensions. He hypnotizes Kara. She goes into a dreamscape in which she is thrust on stage in a very, what would you say, 30s? 1920s 1930s it was a little kind of ambiguous
1: vibe. it was some sometimes it felt like the 30s sometimes it felt like the 50s it was you know let's call it the 40s just average it out
0: yeah sure okay um so let's call it the 40s and um and he says he's going after the fastest man alive and and that's where we we'll leave off. To be continued on The Flash. To be continued on The Flash, which we are going to talk about <gasps> right now.
1: Right now, but first, A I want to say- For my sponsor? That's correct. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Our friends over at Supergirl.tv, uh, making this show happen as they always do. Um, Supergirl.tv is the number one website on the internet about Supergirl. That's whether we're talking comic books, whether we're talking TV, whether we're talking movies, like they are the number one Supergirl fan site and for good reason because they have the best content the quickest they're always like first to press you know first to to publish um and always 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 uh from a fan point of view fans first is is kind of their philosophy and they really, really deliver it on that uh we've been uh proud to be you know affiliated with them since the start pretty much of supergirl tv talk and um they've been great great partners for us they've got a great forum they've got a uh, great always up-to-date videos and galleries and uh all the news is always on point follow them on twitter at supergirl tv site as well and get all those updates there too uh, but we really really appreciate them and really really uh I, I mean it's the number one uh bookmark on my iphone it's i check it you know multiple times a day and it seems like every time i do there's something there um and it's just it's always being updated throughout the day by fans for fans a really a labor of love um, and it shows. So check them out supergirl.tv and uh, if you uh, if you do follow them on Twitter, which I recommend you do, tweet them and thank them for supporting Supergirl TV Talk. Okay. Very good. So we good. head into the Flash and we head into some musical uh fun times. Huh? Um so before we head into the fl- before
0: we head into the Flash, did you want to talk about the trailer for Supergirl next week? or did you want to save that to do you want to save that to the to the end
1: you know i actually haven't seen the trailer yet um because i i watched this on demand so that i didn't have the trailer at my disposal um and i was i was on an airplane so i didn't have much of an option you did not have <laughs> uh, an option i did not but uh so let's let's table that and maybe maybe it, it, do you want to tell me about it do you want to describe it to me um, sure. Quite honestly, there's not
0: there's not tons and tons uh to it. So okay, we have Kevin
1: Smith next week, right?
0: Kevin Smith next week. Um somebody put a bounty on Kara's head. Um Got it. and so aliens from everywhere are coming out together. Uh and so it looks kind of it actually looks kind of action packed, especially for a Kevin Smith episode. Um and, you know, um Mon-El's parents come down to Earth and uh, you know, and they're like, "You're a bartender." He's like, "I'm a mixologist," or something like that. <laughs> um, uh, and that's that's pretty much all you get. There seems to be a little, maybe a, a Monel Kara fight, like a real like fist fight kind of thing. But the, those trailers sometimes are misleading. We don't yeah, know why yeah. those things are happening. So, sure. um, so it doesn't. Have, so there's not a lot going on to it. And actually, when I watched the episode, it was a it was a preview for the Flash episode. The crossover, uh, so I only yeah. saw the, I only saw the promo. Like if this episode came out at its normal time, I wouldn't have seen the preview at all. So I see. Yeah. So there you go. Interesting. Yeah. Well that sounds fun. Oh yeah. So anyway, uh the Flash Croft, so the Flash, season three, episode seventeen, entitled Duet, first coming out on March twenty first. Uh, directed by Dermot Downs, written by Aaron and Todd Helping, uh, but the story was by Berlanti and Kreisberg. Mm-hmm. So um, the way that I kind of did, I did end up taking notes on this episode because she was in it, but the way that I kind of did it was I ignored all the stuff going on in The Flash, and I kind of only wrote down
1: my thoughts about about the Supergirl stuff. Uh, stuff that were directly related yeah. to Supergirl. Yeah, that's fine. I think you know. I don't know how many of our listeners watch The Flash. Um, Tim and I both, you know, watch it. Uh, we're both devoted fans. Um, it's it's been at times my favorite show on TV, um, and it's an excellent show. But yeah, we should definitely focus on the Supergirl aspects of it. Um, I think it's it's worth mentioning here that our friends over at Flash TV Talk uh, and at the Starkville Super Friends podcasts um have a crossover episode which by the time you're hearing this may already have hit their feeds um but they they did a live show right after this episode aired and they're releasing it and and they're good friends of ours friends of the show so be sure to check them out and and check out their their discussion yeah both uh, of of us would have liked to have been there for that just the scheduling didn't work out exactly yeah we were we were hoping to but timing timing didn't work out but but i'm glad that they got together and, Mm -hmm. and did it so check them out friends of the show Okay. I'll put a link in the show notes if you want to um, find it at com slash 2X16 as in, you know, season two, episode 16. Good, good. Yes, yes. Very good. Very good. Good, good. Uh,
0: so um, the episode starts with Barry, young Barry and his mom in the past watching Singing in the Rain. Uh and flashing to forward where Bear, adult Barry's watching it now because he and Iris have split. Um, their engagement has been broken off. So sad. Oh, so sad. Um, sad. And so we get this little just as Monel wanted to watch a musical at the beginning of their episode, now we get Barry actually watching a musical. Um, you know, this like, it's part of our lives. Don't we, we, we we've always liked it. Don't, don't you worry. Um, we've always <laughs> liked musicals. Um, So but more importantly, uh, um, uh, Mrs. West says to Barry, you know, when you sing, the truth comes out, you know, like your soul tells the truth or whatever. And so I think this the whole episode, like even all the songs were really about like culminating at the end. They're really about like this is this is how I feel in the most like um, visceral way that I can show you. It's very it was very nice. I liked that running through this episode. Get it? Mm-hmm. Running flash. Ah, got it. Good stuff. Um so Jean and mon L show up on Earth 1 from Earth 38 uh with kind of doing a crisis on Infinite Earths. Like she's she's hurt Supergirl, she's See, in my right. arms and she's hurt. Uh and and so while so while she's hurt um You know, they're trying to explain. Monel's trying to explain his relationship with Kara. And he's like, We're friends, but no, we're, we kiss a lot. I, you know,
1: (laughs) we've been kissing a lot. We've been kissing (laughs) a lot. Um, He's like, I I, don't know what that, you know, call that what you want. Yeah. I
0: liked all of, I liked all that, but my favorite was Jean going, I thought you two broke up. I don't know why that was so funny to me that he was, but I think it's just like now, like, Jean. Inserting himself into drama of any kind is amusing. Is amusing to me. He's almost like the Ron Swanson of the oh Supergirl team. You know what I yes. mean? Yes. Yeah. I don't care about your personal problems. Now bring me all the Oreos you have. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful. beautiful. I don't believe you heard Bravo, me. Sir. I said Bravo. all the
0: Oreos. Do you understand? <laughs> uh, so, um. So the music, the music Meister shows up at Star Labs and Mm -hmm. he's got some speed and we're like, whoa, the music Meister doesn't have speed powers. What is going on? But turns out he's been siphoning off the powers of the people he puts into his little hypnosis state. Pretty cool. Crazy,
1: man. Crazy. Pretty cool. So,
0: so he he hypnotizes Barry, right? And so Barry now ends up in this alternate, alternate musical world. Uh, in which we get our first song, "Moon River," uh, sung yes. by Kara. What did you think?
1: Uh, well, so I well I loved it. I loved that she made an Audrey Hepburn reference early in in uh, in Star yep. mm-hmm. in the Supergirl episode, and then here we have her singing this song that was made popular by Audrey Hepburn. Um, so I, I caught that and loved that. And I thought it was, she was, you know, she's got a beautiful voice, as we know, and it was a very in- enjoyable little rendition. Yep. Um, and I kind of liked the, uh, the, uh, at the end of, towards the end of the song when she spots Barry, uh, and she's just sort of like, I can't stop my, I don't, I don't know what's going on, buddy. Like, she's giving him the look, like, I don't know what's happening, but yep. I'm just gonna finish this I'm song. I'm just
0: still singing, yep. I know, yeah. I loved
1: it too, like, I can't, for some
0: reason, <laughs> stop doing this, so I'm just gonna keep going. Um... So, and then so we get our kind of like introduction to all the people from in the so you know, Merlin and Cisco and Wynn are all there. I wrote down, even in another world, realm, universe, whatever, Merlin is still a jerk. (laughs)
1: Like, yes, always.
0: (laughs) He's still a jerk. So funny. Um, And so I liked the way Wynn spoke to Jeremy Dordan, did a nice job of like, look, yeah, I tickled the keys. You see, Uh, you know, just
1: hamming it up as much as possible. That's what felt like to me, that's what felt like thirties to me. Like, hey, listen, see? Like that like very thirties or forties. Yeah. Uh but some of the other things felt felt kind of fifties. So it was a little it was a little uh Yeah. What uh, I
0: uh Yeah.
1: Hard to pin down.
0: What I what I actually really liked was Kara and Barry referencing other musicals as they were going. Like, Amazing. oh, it, fe- it feels a little like this to me. And she's like, oh, it feels a little like, you know, like I liked what she was like. It feels like a little like the Wizard of Oz. You were there and you were there and you yeah. were there. Like <laughs>
1: That was so yeah. fantastic. There's
0: something about the two of them together where oh, they just man. they feel a little looser than they normally do does that I make feel sense
1: like they feel like yes it absolutely makes sense it feels like they're real life friends yes and they're just like having
0: a good time like yeah yeah and so and there's like the weight of their like super heroic responsibility does not does not drown them when they're together and they are in fact like just more fun to watch when they're together than when they're not together kind of yeah yeah yeah, just there's something about it, just the two of them together is always the way. Because I mean, Barry's great to watch, and obviously she's great to watch too, interacting with anybody. But together on screen, their chemistry on screen is astounding. Like their their palpable friendship is incredible. Um,
1: I just I like wish that they were always on. Like I wish that we always had them together all the time. Like I I, I want to, I want them. To be on one show together all oh, I want that every week. Like yeah. it's so much fun to well, watch. I think them. they well, they even
0: like bring out each other's cork, like, goofiness because like at their cores, Kara and Barry are like they're nerds you know what i mean they're not like they may stand there with their like muscles and their skin tight costumes and whatever and be like look how incredibly impressive i am but at their core they're both like musical nerds and you know they make puns and they trip over stuff and like that side of them really comes out with each other and they're it's just great writing great acting um so great and so Music Meister shows up and he's like, Supergirl, you were a little flat during Moon River, but it's okay. I know. And uh and so um and so I like that Kara's like, I have reached the limit with magical creeps. Like, you know. <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> you know, I just dealt with one and now I gotta deal with another one. This is crazy. Uh. Do you think that he's also an imp from the fifth dimension? That's what I think.
1: I think th- that was sort of implied, like where he was being cagey about, you know, where he's actually from and what he actually does. Yeah. But, yeah, so it could be. I mean, it's more, you know, he's he enjoys like the mayhem, you know, just sort of creating the trouble, and we but get to, his but motivations the teacher, later, but to, but to teach a valuable lesson, teach a lesson, end. yeah, yeah. But but it does seem like he he gets pleasure out of cause stirring up trouble,
0: yeah. Um, you know? It's either that or he comes from the same place that Mary Poppins comes from. This is the only two. Could
1: be that. Could, could be, be that. Yeah. That's, I got that vibe. So, um. You think maybe that, that pocket square just, you could keep fitting stuff in it? Yeah. I think so. Just, oh, yeah. Keep, just like the yeah, bag. Yeah. Like
0: the bag. Um, so, uh, um, so he's like, you know, you gotta follow, you gotta follow the script, you know, this that we're in a musical, you follow the script, you get to the end, you get out, you know, uh, and, and he, and he puts all this into effect by putting on a song for them with everybody, which was great. Put a little love in your heart. Um, what a fantastic little song that was. I love that he took off his jacket and Barry's like, leave, wait, put your jacket on. Like, yeah, come yeah on, man, <laughs> leave your jacket on. Um, but I also love that, like, 10 seconds into the song and barry's like this is great (laughs) yeah i love this (laughs) music is awesome yeah like i know i'm stuck here or whatever but i'm having a good time (laughs) like not a bad place to be stuck no um what'd you think of this song
1: uh oh i mean it was like like such a grand uh production you know Mm -hmm. it was like such a like peak peak hollywood musical Yep. With with all the tap dancing and everyone uh, all the crazy like a- everyone playing a role in the song was like such this was like the biggest, most produced number of yep. all. Oh, yeah, for right? sure. And and yeah. it was it was fun. It was like done very, very well. Um <clears throat> yeah. I really, really enjoyed it. I liked seeing Jeremy Jordan let loose. I guess yeah.
0: I wonder how many people like watch this episode going, I had no idea these people could sing. Like I yeah. had no idea that Jesse L. Martin like was a Broadway superstar or right, that right. Or, or that like or any of them for that matter. Victor like, Garber, any Victor of them. Victor yeah. Garber, like John Barrowman, these are like these are John- tried and true stage yeah. men. Yeah, you know
1: what I mean? John Barrowman, I feel like may come as a surprise to more people because like sure. He's had a long career, but like he's not best known for that stuff. He's best known for like his time on Doctor Who and things like that. That's true. W- Jesse L. Martin was in Rent. Like like I, Victor, Gar- with Victor Garber. Victor Garber w- was Godspell. Was Godspell with yeah. Jesus? Godspell. But yeah, you're a I mean, I I am not. I I do one hundred percent agree with you. Probably a lot of people were like that guy can sing, but but there are still yeah. some people, Jeremy,
0: even Jeremy Jordan. Jeremy like, Jordan, he, yeah. I saw him first, first thing I saw him in was on stage. Wasn't even on screen. I saw him in Finding Neverland.
1: Yeah. I saw him uh I, I saw him on Broadway in uh newsies.
0: Right. That's, see, there you go. There yeah. You, yeah it's so it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, so Barry and Kara are kidnapped by the mob. Joe's. I'm going to use in their real names, not their. Yeah, 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 yeah. not their. Um, mm-hmm. Joe's daughter is missing, and so it's you know it's Stein and Joe, and Joe's daughter is missing, and they want help because they're they think that maybe Merlin took her or something like that. So, um, so it turns they find Iris making out with Mon-El, uh, Scandalous, scandal, super fun. I loved the kicking down the door thing. Yes, like, well, it's, not like the, thing. It's, it's not like okay, okay, a gender let's thing. It's not a gender thing. I just want to
1: kick down the door. <laughs> like, uh, it's great. Um, let's both do it. One, two, three, boom. <laughs> yeah. Um, boom. I really liked. Uh, by the way, and I feel this is normally your thing, so sorry yeah. to to, to step on that. But I loved the costumes. <gasps> I loved the costumes.
0: The um, the I uh, the
1: um the musical costumes you mean i mean even just like barry and Kara, like her what? dress was gorgeous yeah 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 and like i love his suit was like i want like i want that suit like mm-hmm. i just loved everything i loved everything they were like like, like they're like casual like street clothes yep i thought it was like i it was so uh like Accurate, like it just felt very. I I was yeah. very drawn in and, and felt like I was watching. It's true. I was
0: period. very very drawn in. I I also agree. Um, so uh, I love Joe's hat. Actually, Joe's hat was oh, the yeah. thing that I loved. The that. Yeah, Yeah, cool. it was great. Um, so we learned. We go back to the. We go back to the real world, and uh, uh, Music Meister is using his powers, uh, hip on uh hip um to steal uh um to steal these powers from people and um so vibe martian manhunter and uh kid flash team up to stop the music meister it was cool to see martian manhunter teaming up with other costume heroes that was cool like i still haven't seen him standing next to the flash but i'll take kid flash that's
1: yeah it was great it was super cool it was great his reveal to all of them because i i it I, like, had forgotten that he hasn't revealed himself to, to this, you know, this crew. So, well, they're all, like, they're all, like, what? Who are you? Oh, okay. uh Cool. And, like, Caitlyn runs in the room and she's, like, uh, hello. Anyway, their vital yeah. signs
0: are all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was great. That was great. I love when Jean, like, turns into an alien and everyone, and, like, he gets satisfaction out of it. You can yeah. tell. Yeah. Uh, putting on his alien form. So, I thought the fight with, um... Uh, I thought the fight was pretty cool. It was some like the like zipping forward and like the use of the portals and like Yes, was, that was, was cool. Yeah, the vibes. It was it was real cool. I enjoyed it. It felt
1: like it felt like the video game portal. Uh yes. Yes it you know? did. Yep. Sure, yeah. sure,
0: sure. Um so mon uh, Monel and Iris Oh, so uh, the Mon-El and Iris are in love, you know, opposite opposites of the tracks, you know, Barry says West Side Story, Um, Kara says The Fantastics. That was know, funny. It was great. So we have to convince them, you know, we have to convince them that telling the truth is is easier and took two seconds because yeah. you're right, we should do this. Everything in the musical I, is easier.
1: I loved that recurring theme of like like it can it's allowed to be cheesy because it's a musical so like we can just have these two guys tell them hey you should tell your parents and they're like okay you're right like i love mm-hmm. that they just like they kind of gave themselves a pass to 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 do some like some shortcuts and it works it's fine it's like you, you go with it because you're like yeah it's a cheesy musical it's fine i love it i love it total
0: cheese total cheese um so uh So we find out that Stein and West are a couple in this little universe. Thought was cute. What? Uh, Got a problem with that? Yeah, no, no, no. Mm,
1: Um, No. So then. No, no, I I, I like musicals. So, yeah. (laughs) That was like the best response to that. That was. (laughs) It was. (laughs) You got a problem? And he's like, no, I like musicals. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Um,
0: So, uh, (laughs) it's it's great. Great response. So. uh, so Merlin Stein and, uh, Merlin Stein and Joe have their song like about love for their children or whatever more. I cannot wish, uh, it's called. Yes. And it was, I think this one was my favorite actually in the,
1: it was a gorgeous, uh, this was a gorgeous, gorgeous song. Yeah. Yeah. It was a beautiful rendition by all three of the dads involved and uh it's from guys and dolls i think um I'm, I'm blanking right now i think it's guys and dolls um it's uh yeah it is it is from guys and dolls it's a beautiful song that actually uh played a role in my wedding so i was i was a little bit like like oh mm-hmm. that reminds me of my wedding um little, i don't remember that song playing at your wedding at all i have no recollection it was the of father, that it was the father daughter dance oh okay. okay yeah yeah I swear i was paying so, attention okay to, clearly
0: clearly <laughs> Um, so, so Music Meister, it's like, like hey, it's, you know, it's the power of love and stuff. Love, remember, love, th- th- love, the song. Um, so, um, Kara and, Kara and Barry, uh, are like, oh, we need a big number to put on tonight. And, you know, he's, wins like, I right, wrote one this afternoon. Like, God, everything really yeah. is easier in a musical.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and then they do that, that trope of, like, we're just going to make up lyrics to this song as we go along. And we're going to fill in, you know, like, read each other's uh, minds and was, finish each other's it sentences. Was so,
0: it was so great. Because, like, oh, oh you picked that. Like, it was an easy rhyme, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so. friendship <laughs> and friendship. So great. Uh, and so it's called Super and, Friend, which I really yeah. enjoyed. Um, that's the song written by Rachel Bloom from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Very good. A uh, song was really meta. I really liked. I like that Barry said that Which is, like.
1: Which is like her thing. That's Rachel Bloom's thing. Got like, it. like all the songs in Craziest Girlfriend are extremely meta. And, gotcha. And very much in that style. So I love that.
0: It. I love that Barry isn't as impressed with Superman as he is with Supergirl. And she's like, thank you. <laughs> no one ever said says that. that. Thank you. Also, <laughs> Barry said Superman. So if you think about it, that was a fun little thing, you know?
1: It's true. Um, it's
0: true. Go good tapping. Uh, all that fun stuff. So, but turns out that, you know, the mobs go into war, even though the kids are in love. And mm-hmm. Barry and, uh, Barry and Kara get caught in the crossfire. But Monel and Iris, uh, get vibed through, come to the rescue. Kara forgives Monel for the lie because she's about to die, uh, and and you know she realizes the power of love through the power of music, which is great. And it turns out that Music Meister is not evil; he's there to teach him teach them a lesson of love, and he's off to do it with somebody else at another time, possibly, mm, maybe, um, yeah,
1: possibly, maybe, possibly,
0: maybe. Team Team Supergirl goes back to Earth thirty eight, and Barry gets a beautiful running home to you gorgeous number that he sings to Iris and they rekindle mm-hmm. their
1: love and their engagement to the end. And that song, running home to you, uh I believe that one was written by wasn't that written by the guys uh from La La Land? Uh possibly. I'm not I, believe, uh, I didn't look I it believe up. I believe that is the case. Uh I, yeah, so uh yeah, you know, we had some we had some really good A good pedigree here, in terms of they get Rachel Bloom, yeah, Pasick and Paul. Those are the uh, the lyricists uh, for uh, for uh, Lawland, yeah, the the songwriters there. So yes, Uh, and they they also did um, Dear Evan Hansen, if for anyone in the uh, theater world. Um, So they have they are you know tried and true uh, musical like Broadway guys. Uh, and they and they wrote this song for for Barry at the end there when he reproposes to Iris. Um, it was a super fun episode. Yeah, it was uh, great. Super, super, super fun. Um, I, I I may catch some flack for saying this, but not a lot actually happened in terms of the plot of the season. Yeah. And that's not a criticism. I, that's just a fact. That that's mu- the fact. I didn't expect a
0: lot of plot to happen. Well, one, it's a Flash episode, so I don't, like, t- well, I even don't in- need anything. Sure. You know what I mean? I don't need anything yeah, to n- really happen for Supergirl. For Supergirl, More I get that. More happened than I thought with her forgiving Monel. so.
1: So, yeah, okay. So let me, let me put a pin in that for a second. Even in terms of Flash things moving forward, like, he got reengaged to Iris. Um, but, like... That's kind of, other than that one thing, and granted that's a big thing, uh, but other than that one thing at the very end, you could almost skip this episode, whether you're watching Supergirl or The Flash or both, you could almost skip this episode and not be missing a lot in terms of overall plot advancement in either show. Sure, okay. Like, they reconcile with their respective uh, partners, right? Um, but that's that's like the only thing that changes um in in this episode again i'm not criticizing it based on that i'm just observing like that that not a lot happened and i guess i i had sort of hoped that maybe there would be a little more um i i think of you know i liked buffy and like buffy had a musical episode and that was actually a really big episode in terms of lots of revelations happened and big conversations happened in song and a lot of things were revealed about about Several different characters, um, in that in that episode, and so I, I was kind of hoping that maybe that would be a great way to move some things forward, um, through song, but but uh, yeah, I don't know, I I, I had hoped, but uh, but it, but it, I I still really enjoyed it. It was a ton of fun, um, and uh, I look forward to hopefully they do it again. I'm j- I, listen, we called this a long time ago, and it's and it and it happened so. Yep. I, I hope we get First more. First episode we ever did of this show. Yeah. First episode of the show. So I agree. I, I hope
0: we get another one. I honestly didn't care that there wasn't a lot happening. I was just having a good time. I just wanted to hear the songs. So it didn't really matter to me what was happening in between necessarily the same way. Um, okay. I, I wasn't looking for plot advancement. It delivered exactly what I wanted. So something fun in between all the seriousness that happens. So Fair enough. Yeah. So... Uh, good stuff. I have some reviews that I'd like to read out. Um, okay. And then, then one last final word from our sponsors and then we'll hit the road. Sounds good. All right. So, uh, you can rate and review us on iTunes and Google play and overcast and Stitcher and all the places that podcasts can be found. It's really important to us that we get these reviews and I have some very nice ones here. One, uh, a hundred out of a hundred five stars. D goal eight 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 Um, says it's a very, it's actually a very long, um, Review. So I'm going to kind of skim it a little bit, but uh, they say uh, Frank and Tim definitely know their stuff, their knowledge, uh, and all things House of L is great. Detailed summaries, analysis, speculation, the ongoing adventures is informative uh, and only heightens and appreciations my own love for uh, these characters. Uh, is a podcast show hosted by fans and meant for fans. Outstanding, um, but it also says that. The show's longtime sponsors, DCB Service and In-Stock Trades, have proven to be variable gold mines of all things comic books. Um, the package is excellent. The shipping and delivery process is pretty quick. The biggest draw undoubtedly has been huge discounts on most not everything offered on both sites The their respective retail prices. If you're looking for comic books and graphic novels, then look no further than DCB Service and In-Stock Trades. Um I can't think of a better segue.
1: <laughs> this is why I wanted
0: to do the review first. Yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, every and and thank you for for saying those things uh, about both about the show and and uh, about our sponsors. Um, much appreciated. We always appreciate I appreciate the iTunes reviews, so please do leave them. Um, but but uh, what they say about uh, about in stock trades and DCB service is very very true. Um, these are great places whether you want to read your comics in uh, long form collected editions, you know, trade paperbacks and this and the like, or whether you want to read uh, the single issues and whether you want to read in paper or digital. Um, Tim, you uh, wanted to to recommend Immortal Iron Fist. I did. I did. So in the
0: spirit of Netflix's Iron Fist show, uh, Marvel, their new show that has just come out, I would like to recommend the Immortal Iron Fist, the complete collection uh, by Ed Brubaker and Matt Fraction. Uh, Ed Brubaker uh, is most notably, I think people know him for Captain America, The Winter Soldier. So if you Mm -hmm. enjoyed his run on that, or if you enjoyed the movie, I would recommend that as well. Um, But Immortal Iron Fist is almost 500 pages of story. Um, it's so good. Uh, and you know, it's, I mean, iron fist is Kung Fu stuff. So it's like, if you're like, even like a, a you know, Bruce Lee or even like a mortal combat fan or something like that, you'd iron fist is a, this is a, it's so much fun, so much fun. I don't really want to, I don't want to tell what people it's about. Cause I, I feel like it's going to spoil it. So you can look it up on your own if you want, um, but almost 500 pages of content, a forty dollar book, forty two percent off. You can get for twenty three nineteen, or you can get a damaged copy for 50 percent off. So you're paying for almost 500 pages for twenty bucks. Uh, it's,
1: it's it's stupid. It's just like, like it's stupid,
0: stupid prices. Stupid yeah, stupid good stupid deal. Stupid good deal. So good. Yeah. Um. And so I highly recommend that Frank. You can also you want to talk about comics at the link, Comicsology
1: link. Yeah, if you go to their either uh, in dot trades.com or dcbservice.com now you can there's a comiXology link right there in the homepage that'll take you through their portal and you get 5% back on all your in- your your comiXology purchases. So whether you're you're reading on paper digital, like you you, you get something uh, from these guys, no matter what you're doing, and, and you can kind of buy your digital comics uh, here, go through their portal and get money to pay for uh, paper, you know, hardcover. Uh, hard copy comics uh, later on down the road, so it, you win on on both ends. Um, it's really, really they're both really great sites. We really support, appreciate their support. So check them out at instocktrades.com dot com and DCB, uh, as in Discount Comic Book Service dot com.
0: Great. Okay. So uh, I'll do three more reviews here. Uh, Natalie Giordano, 94, five stars says, love you guys. I can't imagine not hearing Frank and Tim and their great guest star. That is Palmer. It's amazing. Love you all. Keep up. Keep it up. Um, Thank you very much. Uh, That was very, very sweet. Uh, Five stars. Uh, From Tech Girl 67 great podcast. Whether you are a fan of DC Comics and the show or just the show, this is your podcast for all things Supergirl and DC Comics. I love the banter between Tim and Frank. Lots of laughs, interesting things you may not have noticed, Easter eggs, and, of course, singing. I must listen if you want to delve deeper into each episode of Supergirl. We didn't sing once. I'm talking about the musical episode of
1: The Flash. That's not true. I sang at least at least once. I didn't sing once. It's weird. <laughs> well, that's you're
0: weird. I'm weird. You are. Yep. I'm the opposite. So uh, sushi <laughs> ha- sushi underscore haste five stars. Just awesome. Love this podcast. Greetings from Germany. Ah, so very good. Yeah, love um, it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, iTunes finally put the reviews back in order. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I have I have more coming next episode. So excellent. Excellent. So thank you all very much. Frank, this has been a blast. I can't believe we fit in two episodes into one almost regular sized episode. Two for the price of one. Yep. Good stuff. Good stuff.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, it's it's been a blast as always. Uh thank you guys so much. Please leave us uh those iTunes reviews. Uh please send us those emails at supergirltvtalk at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at T V Supergirl. Uh and uh Uh, Be sure to check out our sponsors. Be sure to check out superfanconventions.com. And uh, we will see you next time. Isn't that right, Tim? Yes, we will. So until next time. Up, up, and away.